Welcome to the Recovering Academic Podcast. I'm Amanda, and I left academia about one year ago to become a scientific editor for grants and manuscripts and an editorial manager for a science website. I'm Ian, and I've recently left academia to move into a science communication, editing, and publishing career. And I'm Dr. PMS. I've left academia about two years ago to work as a biotech salesperson, and I'm still in recovery. We're in various phases of transitioning out of academia, and we'll share insights, advice, and problems we encounter at each stage. Hello, and welcome to the Recovering Academic Podcast. I'm Amanda, and I'm here, as always, with Clady and Ian. Hey! Hello. And today, we're talking about um, kind of your career path when when it's no longer completely defined. So one of the things that I've been kind of struggling with off and on during my transition has been kind of the, what do I do next? Um, And I don't mean it in the sense of panic, but more of the idea of when I was in academia, there was a very defined path. Like you were an undergrad, you did research in the lab, you did, you did, went to grad school, you did your research in the lab, you got a postdoc, and then you were supposed to go for a faculty position. Or maybe you did a second postdoc, depending on what field you're in. But now, I don't really have that particular set defined career path, which is both good and bad. (laughs) Like, I like having all these possibilities. I think that's awesome. But at the same time, um it can be a bit overwhelming at least on my at least on my part um and And the other thing is it can be overwhelming if you kind of like okay i have all these possibilities and what should i do and you don't know where to go but on the other hand it can be also stagnating like you don't have a clear path so you just stay doing whatever you're doing and just don't go anywhere Right. So there is like two, two sides. Yeah, like I sometimes have um, decision paralysis where I'm like, I just, I have too many possibilities and I just can't make a decision as to which, like, which one to go down or which path to go down. Um, and I also get a little bit hesitant about putting all my eggs in one basket again. So mm-hmm. when I was in academia, I mean, I was all in and just going head like headlong down that path and now mm. i'm a bit more cautious so i don't necessarily want to commit as hardcore to yes i'm going to do this for the rest of my life if that makes any sense at all yeah i feel like uh the whenever you're in academia there is no way that is, if you don't put all your eggs in that basket, there is no way that you will survive, you know? Right, you sure. have to. It's, I mean, I, I, I've had friends that they did um, PhD in, like, the humanities. Mm-hmm. So that it can be a little bit different. But still, it takes a lot of commitment. And, and you're right. It's kind of like, okay, I am, I'm going to graduate school. So then after grad... I mean, I did master, and then after mm-hmm. my master, oh, you go to your PhD, and after the PhD, oh, you go to a postdoc, and then you start applying for positions. Uh, so then it's kind of like the the path is very clear, and although you have some, 
you can apply for uh, R01 institution, you can apply for uh, a teaching place, right. you can apply for several different, but the the path is kind of like one, not just one, but it's more easy, yeah, it's, it's easier to find. see. Like yes, more, yes. Like, I kind of always thought of it as kind of like, um, the metaphor in my head is a bowling alley. So like you've got the gutters that go down either side, and like mm-hmm. there's various pins you can hit, but like everything is kind of guarded down that side. Maybe gutters with those um maybe you guys didn't have those when you were growing up, but like the the gutter guards where you have like the big tubes yeah. that go in the gutters on either end, so you just poke. Yeah, back and the forth bumpers. And bumpers. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I've seen those. <clears throat> Ian is always um, our. Uh, consultant like trivia yeah. consultant yeah apparently well, they, they always come out for like little kid bowling yes. and drunk person bowling yes in college there was a lot of the the latter not so much the former i would hope so um at a college bowling alley because what we're talking about is culturally defined paths versus you know an individually defined path right mm-hmm because I, I mean, we have these in general in life too, where you know you're a kid and then you're a teenager, which is a more recent development, developmental stage, and then you're an adult, and then you know, like in the United States anyway, the cultural norm is get married, have kids, buy a house, retire, right? Yeah. Um. You know, having ticked none of those boxes as an adult. Um, <laughs> You know, like, I'm also adrift. And, you know, like, sure. academia is the defined path of, you know, like undergrad, master's, and or straight to PhD, depending on the country you're from, basically. At least that's my understanding for the most part of yeah. some countries, like, a lot more people just go straight into a PhD from undergraduate versus, you know, in some countries, like, you're expected to do the master's degree, then do a PhD. Mm-hmm. Then yep. a postdoc, which is also not that old of a thing. Like, that really rose up in the 1980s, right? Yeah, we were um, as yeah I, the postdoc was just like, as the positions were, <clears throat> the faculty positions start to decrease, then the postdoc was created to kind of have like a, a middle point between the PhD and the faculty position, right? Kind of like this holding right. pattern to keep everybody kind of right. somewhat employed. Right. And like doctors somewhat face this too. And I guess lawyers to some extent. But like, you know, you go to medical school and law school, and then, you know, like there's residencies and, you know, varying lengths depending on what you want to do. But yeah, at but some point, like, you're also kind of drift, right? Yeah. It's a little then different. You're, then with, you become a doctor. But yeah, it's a little different with medical school because like the postdoc is kind of. I mean, it's billed as further training, but it's more of, you already know how to do research. It's more of kind of a, or at least in my experience, it's more kind of a holding pattern between graduate school and what comes next. Right. Whereas med school, like, or The goal is to get you out. Right. right. The goal is to get you out. And then residencies actually are a training period where you are gaining further knowledge, like you're specializing in whatever. And then, um, then you are out. And um, and doctoring. And doctoring, yes. But I don't know. I feel like the postdoc, at least for me, mm-hmm. I, I, fe- I feel like in the end of graduate school, yes, I need to do research, but I was still doing a lot what was told. Mm-hmm. Like I had my, my, my project that I, 
I kind of helped, but it was mainly my PI that defined most of the things that I was doing. And and in Brazil, it's kind of different okay. from here that you you kind of like develop your project along the way. In Brazil, you need to apply for funding. So um, oh, I got okay. I got paid to 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 do my PhD, and and to do that mm-hmm. I had to write my project and send it to the funding agency like NIH, and then they would say, oh, this is a good project, so they funded me. So although I could change a few things, trick tweet, but um, the main thing was that you know, so I could not I didn't have a lot of flexibility. So for me, the postdoc was a period where I didn't have any street attached. I didn't have a project. I did. I actually could do what whatever I wanted. So it was kind of like, yeah, freedom. And 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 then I feel like you still learn to do other things, like to supervise undergrads and to. But but anyways, I I feel like in the. If you if you move out of academia and you go for for industry position, put for example, then maybe there is a career path that you wanna try okay. to go in the in the industry, you know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there is a lot of us that go into other um, careers that are not really industry. They are like self-employed right. that is even hard because then then you're in your own boss and you cannot give give yourself a raise you know right like there's not really like advancing up the corporate ladder with what i'm doing like, yeah because i'm self like i'm it like and some of like what you know you were talking about like things being like certain culturally defined with like you become an adult and that sort of thing like i found that like my friends who went straight from undergrad to like working I feel like I'm behind them in certain aspects of things. Mm-hmm. Because, like... Yeah, me too. <clears throat> they have, like, they bought a house years ago, and their kids are all... Mm-hmm. Like, I have kids, but their kids are all older than mine, and they're all in this kind of, like... They have a lot more retirement savings. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that... Yeah. You, cannot, you cannot fight that, because that's, yeah. like... We... We already passed that, and and in a way, we have other things that they. It's always like the grass is always greener right. on the other side, you know. So you see, like, oh, they have rich, better retirement. They have a house already, but they may look at us and see other things, you know. Right. And that's and that's yeah. And yeah. I feel like no, you don't. There is no right or wrong about that. Uh, but different. I wonder. Yeah, it's different. And and it's funny because whenever you um, Amanda suggested this topic for us to mm-hmm. talk, it was something that I feel it a lot. And and I never really, I was not really aware. You know, I never really stopped to think about it. Kind of like um, mm-hmm. now, I am well. Now I'm in a transition period because I'm I, I'm kind of like doing one job and then I got the second job with protocols. So uh, I I'm trying to I do more of my job number one, 
and I work just a couple of hours a day on the job number two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but sometimes uh, I start to feel like job number two is starting to catch up, pick up. Right. And, and then I know that this might change, you know, there might yeah, be times that... You're split between the two. Mm-hmm. Yes, that I will, I will have to spend more hours with one and less hours with the other. And, and then sometimes I'm kind of like, okay, uh, if I have to choose, what would I choose? Right. And... It's How do a you, little like, commit to one thing or another? Like, and do you have to? I guess that's something that we can talk mm-hmm. about. Yeah, no, in my case, right now, I don't. Mm-hmm. So I don't really, because I'm an independent contractor, so I can use my time as much as I, as I can, I do, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I realize now that um, before, I used to have uh, some free time, but not as much as free time that I thought that I had. Because now that I have the second job, I'm kind of like, I'm having a hard time to, like, to, not a hard time, but I'm working more from nine to six and sometimes oh, wow. a little bit further, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it's not something that I, I know that I don't have to decide it now, but it, and, and I, kind of I'm I'm the type of person that I I'm hate uh, making decisions <laughs> yes me too <laughs> so I keep if if that uh, thought crosses my mind I kind of like no I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to think about it right now because it's kind of like maybe maybe the time will never come you know maybe I can keep doing this for a long time and then things will evolve one way or the other. You never know how we go, you know? And outside, unlike academia, where in theory, if you get a um, tenure track position, you, you, if you get tenured, you're good for life. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside, you never know, you know, you can get fired. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no job stability. You can you can make a good job and and um, do whatever you can. But economy, I don't know. Things happen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but then maybe should I be taking this approach or of no? I don't. I'm I'm not going to commit and let just see how things go. Or should I kind of like hey, I like this, I like this path, should right. I be trying to go that path or not? And and it's complicated. It it's is. really complicated. Yeah, because I've had similar thoughts because I work for, um, you know, I have my own company and then I, I work with Bite Size Bio with that and, like, I could see either one of those, balloon, like, I could work full-time at either one. Um, there's enough work to do it and I kind of split my time based on kind of like I think what you do Clady like shifting priorities like depending on how much each one needs and I could see a time where I'd have to make a choice um, but right now I don't have to so I'm avoiding that decision much like you (laughs) and um, like there's this whole thing where I thought about like okay I'm going to go all in on one or the other but then I have that same thing where I'm like well things shift and they change and like the economy like things could crash and then it would be good that I have one or the other or what have you 
Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't have any good answers mm-hmm. here. I, I mean, because, I, like, I mean, even in my full-time job, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't have a lot of time to mm-hmm. really think about this. So, right. um, and I think that's something I, you that's know, also different. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's, um, you know, partly, you know, we don't have time to slow down and really think about these things and reflect about which might be the better, which might be, a, you know, a direction that makes more sense for us at that moment. Um, but one thing that we can say in your case, Ian, is that, yeah, you don't have time because you're like, you have one job and you're doing, working a lot. And... But if you you want to to you always wanted to get a career in editing, and right. and uh, how can you get there? And is it how can you motivate yourself or find mm-hmm. yourself the time to to try to pursue that? You know. Yeah. Right. No, I know, and like it's hard like you know like i mean you know like i do sub on the side editing still like it's not like i'm not doing that because you do a lot with but you do the post docket right exactly right exactly like i mean i'm not necessarily editing copy a lot of the times Mm -hmm. i mean i do that too a little bit but it's a lot more the side of managing people and you know yeah fellow editors and managing a team of people and trying to wrangle them to do things because um, ideally, I think that you should try the the ideal situation for that I can see for you will be that you have like a part time job that will give you um, some stability, like yeah. some income that you know that it will be there no matter what. But then you have enough time, enough free time for you to work on your editing and that and, and then try to make those editing because a lot of those things that you do are volunteering right yeah yeah they are all are volunteer basically so yeah i mean because like that would be nice to have a part-time job and have a little more flexibility like you guys have mm-hmm. um because like, i mean that is one thing that you know i do miss a little bit about academia is you know you did have some flexibility about what you thought about and what you did each day and mm-hmm. where you know, like now my days are very defined, right? You know, like, I mean, some of the things, tasks vary, but like, it's just me in front of a computer for nine hours, pretty much. Um, well, I, it's my life as well. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. pretty much me. Well, yeah. Well, I'm on the phone as well. <laughs> yeah, you have a bit of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the thing is, it's, I know that it's different what you mean, Ian. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm just joking, but I, I know right. what you well, mean. Well, like, you but guys you also have the luxury of, yeah. right, I have to go someplace, right, because I have a commute every day, too. Right, like, you have, um, you have to Which go I could spend more productively, I guess, but, like, yeah. yeah. Well, like, I don't know, it's hard see... to, like, it's hard to spend productive time on public transit. It really is. Like, even oh, if you're yeah. sitting there with a book or something, or, like, okay. you have to get a seat in the morning, and, like, at night it's generally not a problem getting a seat mm-hmm. on my way back. But in the mornings, it's just, like, it's so crowded. Yeah. Well, like, uh, I guess another thing is, like, how do you, like, you're talking about, like, it would be nice to have this part-time job or nice to have something, like, mm-hmm. go into editing. Like, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot, more of just kind of in general. Like, how do you set a realistic 
goal for yourself based on the constraints right. that you have now. Because, like, if you're spending nine hours in front of a computer, and then I don't know how long your commute is, but, like... Right. It's 40 minutes, basically. Okay, 45 so, minutes, 50 minutes, depending on the day so like and an the hour train. and a half commuting, so it's, like, ten and a half mm-hmm. hours out of your day, like, and then you want to job search or you want right. to whatever. Like, how do you set those realistic goals? Because, like, I have a some. I don't have the same constraints that you do by any means, but like I have a similar set of, like I do have constraints. Like I've got, kids want to be fed every day, whether you're- Right. <laughs> they need to eat. They need to eat. They want to eat every day, even though I like, I just fed them yesterday. They just ate at lunch. Like. <laughs> yeah, well this is where I think like, you know, to some extent real vacations and breaks can come in. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, it's true. you can't really take a vacation from your kids, I guess, but you know. <laughs> Um, That's what grandma and grandpa are for. Well, well, yeah, I mean, there you go. Um, Yeah, actually, my parents did do that with us when we were kids. Um, They (laughs) gave us to the grandparents and went off for a couple weeks. I mean, Um, wow, a couple weeks. Yeah. Ooh, look at (laughs) I can see her eyes. I'm pretty sure my parents, I'm trying to remember, like, yeah, they went to Hawaii for, like, two weeks, I feel like, and my grandparents came and took care of us. Wow. Maybe it was not two weeks. I think that whenever you were kids, the time, yeah, it's, it's the, the 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 sense of time is so different. It feel it I mean, probably we felt that like little, forever. But like, um, you know, like I mean, we were you know like I don't know, like my brothers and I were like eight, ten, and twelve or something. Like it was something <laughs> like that. So it wasn't like we were little little kids, but um, so maybe I'm pretty know. sure it was it was close to two weeks, like. I'm not making this up. I'm <laughs> genuinely not. No, I trust you. I'm just like, ooh. So my youngest is six months. So what you're saying is seven and a half more years. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. we were at the age where we could entertain ourselves for the most part. And, like, you know, grandparents I mean, were there. Like, my grandparents were also technically on vacation because they are like, oh, yeah, we're visiting Alaska for a couple weeks. And, like, oh, that's we don't true. That ever. So, you know, like, it's not... So that's Uh-oh. that's the thing. The idea that mm-hmm. uh, because you Ian work on a on a, on you commute and you go and you, your days are defined, and me and Amanda we work from home so we can do what the hell we want. It's it's not really true mm-hmm. because I mean Amanda has her kids that takes a lot of her time. I don't have kids, but I I do have two jobs that sometimes um, things just happen you know like for instance I was tra- traveling yesterday and I was dealing with a professor that could or could not buy this expensive piece of equipment and of course the Murphy's Law when I was away on business without my laptop with me he was like oh we have the money we're going to buy can you send me a quotation as soon as possible and then I had appointments the whole day. Lucky me that our mass back product specialist was free so he could talk and then there is all the configuration and there in the end it was yesterday the whole day with him and today the whole day with me trying to go just one sale. It's a big, 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 big sale. But anyways, it's something that I I had other things planned for today. Right. But but I just had to drop everything and and right. had that but mm-hmm. then is... i had a meeting with lenny at 1 p.m that i could not mm-hmm. drop 
because we have things to discuss there for next week that I'm going to travel to San Francisco. So then I was like, oh, okay, okay. So now I have to stop here. No matter what I'm doing, let's take a breath and and just talk about now change totally gears that it's kind of hard as well, you know. You have like a mindset and then come back to the other it's 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 not um it's not as easy and easy peasy i guess i mean no uh, i'm not saying that it is but like again like this isn't like i'm not saying that you know get a break every day like you know like i mean i guess i could use my time on the l to reflect or something i don't know i mean it's kind of noisy and distracting but you know um it's possible the uh but uh, I mean, but what? But I am advocating for you know, like you know, you actually take a true vacation from work. Where like, hey, I'm gone. Don't bug me. <laughs> By the way, like I know things just happened, but like, guess what? I'm not here, and it's gonna wait if it does. <laughs> like you know, like mm-hmm. you just have to make that demand and like go, you know, like you go on vacation and like you have your space to actually like reflect a little bit and think about things and maybe pivot a little bit more intentionally than you would making just a bunch of snap decisions in the moment. Do you have vacation in your job? No. And it's frustrating. I mean, I get we get like a day a month off, right? So like we get three day weekends. Is that even legal? So it's twelve well, in the state of Illinois, yes it is. Yeah. Um for excuse me, let, let me be clear. It's legal in the state of Illinois for small businesses of less than I want to say like 15 full-time employees. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to set like the rules don't kick in for like, Oh, you have to give people like two weeks of time or whatever. And like, by the way, in the United States of America, like vacation time is a complete joke. Like, oh, yeah. I-, I mean, just across the board culturally, like it's something that genuinely like we need to fix. I, I it is a culture. It's yes. drive that change to be like, Hey, by the way, like, you know, it's like, I mean, I don't know. Like, my soapbox on this is just, look, if the economy isn't serving human beings well, it's a failed economy. And guess what? The economy isn't serving human beings well, so we are failing as an economy. It doesn't matter how much money we're making, how big it is. We are failing. Oh, yeah. Full stop. Well, like, i talked to <laughs> colleagues who are in, uh, like, I've talked, like, through bite size, like, i talked to people who are in Germany, and they're just like, yeah, we're gone for three weeks in August. And it's not a thing. Like, nobody's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're taking three weeks off. It's just... right. Yeah. Or they're gone at 5 p.m., right? Like right, it's, yeah. Like, oh, like, see ya. Like, okay, then. We're gone. Yeah, in Europe, they do, they they take that much uh, yeah. lightly. Like, it's it's the, the, the culture of, like, working work hours and, and the, and the mm-hmm. vacation. It's, yeah. And it's not it's, like stuff doesn't get done, right? It's not like, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, like, I mean... I have occasion to like order things from European countries every so often, and it's like, oh yeah, we get them in pretty quick order. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and I don't know if it's just like a U.S. European thing. I don't know. Like I know that things are a little bit different in like Canada um, for like vacation time, um, or at mm-hmm. least my friends who are in Canada. I don't know, and I don't know if it's like that in like I don't know if Brazil's more similar to the United States or right. Europe or somewhere in the middle. I or there's places I imagine like Japan that are sort of the United States, but more so yeah. even right or like at least like that's the perception from the outside. Like it may be less so. I, yeah, in Latin America, I think that we do have. A, I think it's a month vacation that you you take oh, a wow. year. Wow, like a I even total? think. I think so. 
Okay. I, I'm not sure, um, but I guess it depends. There's a lot of people in academia that take vacations, but they still work. You know, they use yeah, that yeah. time to write grants and write papers and all those things. But um, I don't know how it is outside academia. Right, which is, you know, like not the worst diet. Like, I mean, again, like as long as it's the activity that you're, I mean, maybe no one enjoys grant writing. I don't know. But like, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm taking this dedicated time to do this one task, right? Like, or I'm taking this dedicated time to do nothing, like, you know, whatever you want to do, like, it's fine. Yeah, but what right. I what I think is that in the end, um, if we are not aware, if we don't um, force ourselves to think about yeah. those type of things, about where you are and and where you want to go if it's kind of like exercise you know mm -hmm. you never have time to exercise but then you have to like i also now i i, I join a gym and i sign up with a personal trainer and and I always go Mondays and every Monday I am like I have a lot of work and I'm like oh my god I need to work I need to work but then I'm paying you know and it's not cheap so I, I just stop everything and I go to the gym for half an hour and I come back and and that's the thing that I feel that if we should it, it should be um, I don't know I think that we should try to schedule, I don't know if it's schedule some time or force ourselves or try to... Or force yourself to pay money to do to something do that, in a new yeah. direction. That's yeah, true. that's another like thing. Like maybe take a that's... course or something. Because yeah. not deciding is also making a decision. I right. think Ian pointed that out um, mm -hmm. when we were chatting earlier. But like mm -hmm. not making a decision is also making a decision. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, and like I said, like it's, you know, you need ways to be intentional about things and have, like, you need space to do it, right? Like, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, like, nobody, like, if you're just reacting all the time and, like, you're stuck in your present moment, like, not much is going to change if you're not actively doing something, like, you know, whether it's spending money or to, like, move in that new direction or try something new a little bit, like, it's just not going to happen. So, yeah, yeah, I feel I, like that there is no rule for that, and there is not really no. a, a kind of like, okay, you should do this, you should do that, because everybody is different. But right. I feel like we should at least try to be aware right. of that. And try to address and, it for yourself. Yes. Right. And and as, as me and Amanda were saying, that right now we are kind of bouncing in between two jobs, and we don't want to make a decision so that's that's the decision that we mm -hmm. took that right now we are good as right. well it makes we sense are. i mean right yeah. exactly it makes sense for you both of you right now and like i mean because another thing that's hard about this is the self-defined goals are super easy to break like even if you're paying money into it um yeah, yeah. it's easy super easy to break those so i think we're gonna wrap it up here because mm -hmm. i think that's a good piece of advice that to be intentional about what you're doing and have some sort of reflection on it. So, right. we'll talk to you all next time. Thank you very Bye, much. everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Recovering Academic Podcast. Our music is from bensound.com under a Creative Commons license. If you like our podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. This helps other people find out about us. You can tweet the show at recoveringacad.com. You can also find all of the hosts on Twitter. I'm 
at Lady Scientist. I'm at Dr. Underscore PMS. And I'm at IH Street. We're also on Facebook. You can find us at facebook.com slash recovering academic podcast. You can find all of our episodes and subscribe to our newsletter on our website at recoveringacademic.net. And don't forget, there is sunshine outside the ivory tower.